0: welcome to the weird but wonderful podcast this is last week's episode if you'd like to get today's episode you can head over to patreon.com forward slash my persona and get episodes a week early by supporting the show either way enjoy the episode i'll talk to you next time peace Of March, 2020, Sunday, 11.03 a.m. It's your weekly dose of weirdness with me, your strawberry infused, irresistibly smooth caramel and macadamia filled host, James Carlyle. It's you and I together following our dreams, taking a journey into the minds of strange people doing strange things. You and I are here to understand humanity and decode what it is that makes people do what they do. You know, why are people doing what they do? What influences their behavior? And we do this with our psychology journals, our peer-reviewed studies, our ridiculous news stories and occasionally misconnections. But at the top of the show, very special thank you to the supporters on Patreon, Shane, Sam, our producer patron, Sam. You guys make this all possible. I love ya, you're a treat, you're a delight you're beautiful uh if you're not yet a subscriber you want to support the show you want to get extra goodies episodes early all that fun stuff patreon.com forward slash MyPixelPersona. go check out the tears go get your mitts around some extra goodness but at the top of the show i wanted to talk about a guy named liam he started dating a girl named amanda and she was quote the perfect girlfriend the perfect girlfriend couldn't get any better He thought that this was going to lead to a pretty serious relationship. But after four months, he realized she wasn't quite what he was looking for. However, Amanda clearly had deeper feelings. And when she started talking about traveling overseas together, he knew he had to find an escape route. If you've been dating someone for four months, is that too early to be discussing traveling overseas together? Surely that just seemed, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I've been, I've, I have been with my wonderful girlfriend for, jeez, th- coming up to th- coming up on thirteen years this year. So I've been out of the dating game. I've mi- I've missed it all. I've missed Tinder, Bumble, uh, what kick? What's kick? Our, uh, you know, skipped all of it. You know, haven't haven't had to to dip into any of that stuff. So I don't I don't know. You know what is in two thousand and twenty is four months. An acceptable amount of time to be dating before we're discussing potentially you know, hitting up the wonders of Bali together? Let me know. At one weird podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh I genuinely would like to know, because I, I don't know. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a dating dummo. I'm a dating dummo, okay? And that's gonna obviously be my sister podcast to Weird But Wonderful, dating dummo, where I just sort of get people in who are seasoned dating professionals and learn you know about the dating game and 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 you know fill me in on the weird and wonderful techniques you know i know i've heard that tinder is all about the opening line seems like a lot of pressure you know the opening line what's the best opening line well tune in to dating dumo uh to find out but anyway Liam told news.com.au, I wasn't brave enough to tell her right away. I knew she'd be devastated because she told a mutual friend that she wanted to marry me someday. Again, four months. Seems too early to even be joking about that, maybe. Let me know. Again, dating dumb over here. I have no idea. Uh, Quote, there was no way I wanted to marry her. Okay. (laughs) I liked her, but I wasn't in love with her. Hey, it's not you. It's me, but it's definitely you. I'd broken up with girls before and it was always the biggest drama. So this time I thought I'd go a bit of a different way. So that's when I started slowly ghosting her. In his words, gradual ghosting, which I like. Sounds sounds a lot less harsh than just ghosting. I ghosted them. No, I'm giving them the gradual ghost. I started by only returning 20% of her phone calls. Okay. (laughs) Very specific. This is it. See, again, I'm learning. I'm learning. The gradual ghost is very specific numbers. So only returned 20% of the phone calls. Then I only communicated through text. I'm not proud of how I treated her. I came up with all sorts of excuses not to see her and stopped having sex with her when we did catch up. Yeesh. Okay. Amanda eventually, quote, got the hint when Liam told her he was too busy to celebrate her birthday and then she had the guts to officially end it herself. Kind of, look, Liam, I don't know you. I don't want to judge, you know, to, to each their own. I know... It's difficult to hurt someone's feelings particularly when they're more invested in a relationship than you are you know I watch maths so I'm very aware of how difficult it is to tell someone that you're not into them anymore uh and how devastating that can be for other people uh, <laughs> all of my <laughs> all of my relationship knowledge coming from a married at first sight um so you know I it, I get it I get it. Having third-hand experience from sitting on the couch watching it on my television, I understand it can be difficult. But for her to turn around and end it herself kind of makes you look like a bit of a bitch. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You should have sacked it up and just done what she did and fucking ended it instead of dragging it out for however fucking long you did and then saying, oh yeah, uh, by the way, I'm too busy to come see you on your birthday. That's the shittiest move ever, dog. You suck. Hey, Liam. Again, don't want to judge you, but you suck. (laughs) Irrefutably. So she had the guts to finally end it. Oh, shouts out to Amanda. But really, Liam should have been fucking. Liam's dicking around here. He's piss farting around. I don't, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it she ended it by text and i don't blame her for that he said i was a coward really i just got her to do the dirty work i see i don't i don't even care for people acknowledging it i don't you know when someone thinks that they're like hey i owned it so therefore i'm partially absolved of even having done it in the first place i don't fuck with that I don't get down with that. Just when people are like, well, you know, at least they at least they owned it or at least they had the courage and to come out and say that, you know, they they are aware that they're in the wrong. That doesn't that's doesn't make it any better just because they're aware that they did a shitty thing doesn't and shouldn't absolve them of anything. <laughs> a lot of opinions over here. Even more opinions on Dating Dumbo. Tune in on Wednesdays at 7, sure um author and documentary maker rusty young admits he slowly ghosted a woman he'd been in a relationship with he refers to his experience as partial ghosting a lot of a lot of flimsy terminology being thrown around in this article might i add uh no no, no i didn't ghost them i partially ghosted them i oh, no, not i didn't ghost them i gradually ghosted them A lot of limp-dick dudes not fucking taking responsibility for their actions. (laughs) (laughs) Again, see, you can tell that I'm a maths viewer because again, a lot of judgment, a lot of judgment for people (laughs) that I don't know. Um, Quote, our relationship was over and I was transitioning out of Columbia at the time, but we stayed in touch and there was a lot of mutual attraction and respect. Uh, Yes, a lot of of genuine respect for someone as I'm partially ghosting them. Um, But a year later, she'd still be sending me selfies, bikini photos, and messages appearing at 3am due to the time difference. I found it uncomfortable and told her, but she didn't stop. I didn't want to block her because I found that cowardly and disrespectful. So that's when I discovered partial ghosting. Rusty started using the mute feature on several platforms, stepping into the gray area of ghosting and not ghosting. Shut, shut the fuck up, Rusty. Don't, this is, oh, it's partial ghosting. This is willful ignorance, you piece of shit. (laughs) All you're doing is pulling the, on select platforms, he's pulling the wall over his own eyes to be like, oh, did I get a message or didn't I? I have no idea. Rusty doesn't know. (laughs) Again, I'm saying I don't want to judge people, but then I'm just going on and judging them. But hey, at least I'm admitting it, you know, and that partially absolves me of it. <laughs> you can mute a conversation for eight hours or one day or forever. So it gives you a range of tools to slow things down. I like that, tools. Uh, yes, I'm using a lot of the tools that Zucker Nuts and Jack over on Twitter have given me so that I can slow things down in this relationship. And the other the other person isn't aware of it, he says. Ah, sneaky tools here, Rusty. It worked out very well because I was previously feeling anxious anytime I went online to answer questions from readers or reply to other emails. She would see I'm online and start chatting to me, and when I wasn't responding to her, i feel I'd feel guilty and anxious. I understand that, and I feel I may have been a little harsh on Rusty. <laughs> I get that. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to get, get in, jump on, do your thing and kind of not be, you know, I don't want to say harassed, but bothered, you know, I don't want to talk to anyone, I want get in and do my thing and not feel bad about it. But by muting her, I got around it by not knowing she was there and she eventually got the message that I wasn't interested in chatting at all times. Again, it's pulling the wall over your own eyes that's all these tools are. It's interesting to see the psychological gymnastics we all perform to think of ourselves as good people. Exactly. Like uh, another episode that we did here on Weird But Wonderful called The Better Than Average Effect. Go check that out. Go take a dip into the insane things we will tell ourselves to, to make ourselves seem and feel better, particularly in comparison to others, and how we'll only focus on the negative things that others do and only focus on the positive things that we do. Go check it out. Uh, In real life, if I had a problem with someone, I'd just say so. But online, there's so much pressure to be responding all the time. It's not just a matter of blocking on one platform because they'll find you on another one and it just drags it out. So muting is a great way around ghosting. Look, I don't think... (laughs) when when and again I don't know Rusty and I don't you know I don't want to put him on blast even though I've been putting him on blast this whole episode but to say oh you know in real life I've had a problem with someone I would just say it but you know online there's just so much pressure to be responding all the time I think I think you'd probably handle it in the same way in person you know what I mean? If someone's like, hey, we should hang out instead of being like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't really think we should hang out. You'd probably be like, yeah, definitely. We should hang out sometime. Hey, send me a message and we'll organize a time. And then that way, you know, I'm never going to see that message. I got you muted. Oh, yeah, shoot, shoot me an email. Straight to my junk box. Never seen it. <laughs> um, so a lot of great tools, you know. A lot of wonderful tools for, you know, gradual ghosting, partial ghosting, uh, willful ignorance, pulling the wool over your own eyes, deluding yourself. A lot of great tools online for doing that stuff. So uh, thank you, Rusty. Thank you, Liam, for imparting such, um, you know, weird but wise information. It's the third podcast, Weird But Wise. Now, I'd like to take you to a wonderful place online where people in their select cities reach out to the internet in hopes of finding someone they had a brief encounter with in the world. Uh, and that wonderful place is called Misconnections. And we're going to start in downtown Bellingham, Washington. Good friend of mine, Colin. Lives in Bellingham, Washington, which is why I like to frequent their misconnections. Because it's a small town, they're kind of crazy, and they post a lot on misconnections. If you look up misconnections in Australia, like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, hardly anyone having misconnections. Bellingham, Washington, swimming in misconnections. You ran up to me, said I have pretty hair, and ran away. Why did you take off? Did I scare you? Do I smell bad? you were cute. I'm single and that was a nice thing to say. Should have asked me my name. What a waste of a handsome face and penis. Sorry? What was that last bit? What a waste of a handsome face and penis. Okay. Now I'm wondering if this guy ran up to them pantsless and just because I feel like it's a superfluous detail to add, you know, hey, hey, what's up? Yeah, I know my dick's out right now. Just wanted to say great hair. Bye. Ah, yes, and what a handsome penis he had. What a waste, you know? I like a brave handsome penis. None of these cowardly handsome penises. This one's titled Invest. Welcome to the Pacific Northwest. Kind of overwhelming, but you made it here. My parents moved here in 1989 on purpose. They invested in real estate. Thanks to them, I earned an education in art and art history. Have worked at many museums and galleries around the Puget Sound don't laugh, it works for Kate Middleton. My mum and dad left a trust fund to me. I'm a 60-year-old female seeking a high-quality male who knows how to invest money, live well, and ballroom dance. My first ever job was a lifeguard and swimming teacher. Synchronised swimmer as well. I'll save your life, Scout's honour. Parentheses, I was a brownie when I was seven, but never did become a Girl Scout. First of all, what? Because... That seems like the insane ramblings of a madman. And second of all, I've never really seen someone put out a message on the internet asking for someone to swindle them so badly. This may be the greatest swindle beacon I've ever seen. Just a big, just a big old Batman style logo in the swindle sky. Ah, the swindle beacon's out again. Ring-a-ding-ding, come get it. I'm seeking a high quality scam artist, a man, seeking a high quality man. Uh, who knows how to pilfer money? I Invest. I mean, invest. A I man who knows how to spend my money on expensive shit? I mean, live well. And ballroom dance. Hi, Margaret. Hi. She you can see, I'm a high quality man. Very good at investing money. I know how to live well. Unfortunately, I can only somber. Get the fuck out of here then. Looking for a student or licensed professional. This is still in Bellingham, Washington, by the way. Looking for a student or licensed professional who would like to supplement their income by providing a haircut while wearing a bikini. Would prefer one girl for an ongoing thing. I'm a quick number all over. Takes 10 minutes or less. Compensation can be discussed. Thank you and hope to hear from you soon. Please reply with pics, age, experience, and the compensation you're looking for. Thank you. You know, just a quick dip in, dip out. You know, hey, why though? Hey. Why though? If your haircut takes 10 minutes or less, why do you care what the person's wearing? And also, why do you need a haircut from someone in a bikini? I'm just, look, can, can some things just not be about pervy fuckiness? Just a handful of stuff. and we'll, And we'll all get together and we'll select what those things are. Can one of them be a haircut? I just want to get my hair cut. Can I do that? Oh, no, Greg wants a bikini cut, does he? Pervy little fucky boy Greg wants a bikini cut, does he? Thanks, Greg. Thanks for ruining it for everyone. Can you not be a reggo dude and get a normal-ass haircut? Nah, I want him in a bikini while I'm getting a trim. Oh, good. Good. Fucking. Can Can you not think about fucking for 10 minutes. It, you like you said it takes 10 minutes to get your hair cut. Why does your haircut need to be cut by someone in a bikini? If you can make a good enough point for why someone should be in a bikini for you to get your hair cut, then everyone else will get together and we'll see if we allow it. But right now, no. You pervy fucko weirdo. <laughs> Again, no judgment. No judgment here on this podcast. Live your life, do you. Shine on, you crazy diamond. But stop turning everything into fuckiness. Websites offering pornographic content in the United States are seeing a growing interest for COVID-19 related porn among its users, according to a report by Vice. I know that I just got done saying less fuckiness. And now we're talking about a story where people are literally looking for coronavirus content in their pornography. And I should have thought about putting these stories back to back, but I didn't. And I didn't think about that. So we're just going to go with it, okay? Because, it and, and while we're reading this story, let's all keep in mind, hey, at least we're not looking for someone to wear a bikini while cutting our hair. A search for the term coronavirus on Pornhub yielded at least 112 videos featuring sexually explicit content where hazmat suits and face masks are involved. A performer created duo for the platform that goes under the handle Spicy X Rice told Vice that they have made a COVID-19 related video specifically for viewers at Wuhan in Hubei, China, which has been identified as the epicenter of the outbreak. Again, if you're in Wuhan or you have coronavirus, are you randy for content, pornographic content that includes the coronavirus? Because you're looking for something that so specifically relates to you in any situation that that's what you need tonight because if it is, that's weirdly specific of you okay? I'm gonna get back to the story now I feel weird I feel weird about the whole stitch. I don't know what's weirder if you if you're into that content or if you're the one making it I feel like if you're if you're making it. You can somewhat feel justified and be like, well, hey, there's an audience for it. So I'm not the Ah, <laughs> you know? uh, That's a good question, actually. Who would be, or uh, neither of them, you know, they're all, hey, both parties are fine. You want to make, make coronavirus pornography? Go right ahead. Ah, oh, there's an audience for coronavirus pornography. You go right ahead also. Both of these parties are not strange at all. Let me know your thoughts at One Weird Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Quote, we personally know people actually stuck in Wuhan and made it with them in mind. One half of the duo identified as spicy said to Vice, we personally know people actually stuck in Wuhan and made it with them in mind. Okay. It kind of gives me, um, who are those brothers? They're like brothers on YouTube and their whole content is like, they're sending each other a video each day but it's like about a topic, but like, it's clearly not for the the brothers anymore. Although maybe that's how it started, but now that's just their content. they're like, ah, I'll see you tomorrow. Whatever the fuck I don't watch their channel, but is that kind of what this is? It's like, Hey, well, you know, I make pornography. I know people in Wuhan. I made the coronavirus porn for them. It's for them. It's for my friends. Spicy believes that people would be interested in COVID19 porn in the same way that viewers who claim to be afraid of their own shadows have an affinity for horror movies. I think I like horror movies because because at midnight my fa- I think I've told this story on the podcast before. One Halloween at midnight, my family were playing. I think the, the thing, the board game's is called Nightmare. And you put like a, you, you had to put like a VHS tape in the VCR. And then when you started the game and then the dude came up and progressively he like just sort of comes out and screams at you and you got to stop and do what he says. And he's getting like more terrifying looking as the time goes on. Way too young to be subjected to that. I wasn't playing the game, but I was there while the whole thing was happening. So th- thank you. Thank you, my family. Um, and then after that, ha- the Halloween film was on the 1978 original and cop comes in bang bang shoots Michael Myers goes off the balcony cop runs back in you guys sweet cool goes back over the balcony looks down boom Mikey's gone and my little dumb baby brain thinking oh I've seen him commit these crimes he's still out there now he's coming to get me so I think I was mentally scarred into liking horror films. So maybe this relates, not too sure. Quote, we're all searching for things that make us come alive. COVID-19 is something that brings fear and mystery to pretty much everyone in the world right now. You need to be able to feel something. And what better to make you feel something than a global crisis we're all in right now? What? That is the strangest explanation for everything hey we need to feel something right now we're all real terrified about this about this uh COVID-19 virus that's spreading around and there's like a global crisis right now we've just got to feel something and nut. what I like to tear a nut oh okay Another couple told Vice that they have also produced a PSA style video with information on how to put on a face mask correctly to raise awareness about COVID-19 to users on the platform. But does it then get into like sex stuff? Cause how does that video start? Ah oh, hi, yes, welcome to our instructional video. And this is how you put on a mask. Mark's gonna be putting on the mask while uh he has sex with amanda over here and um so it's just it's gonna be because again we are on pornhub so there's gonna be a baseline of sex happening um but then it's also a psa video we do want you to leave with the necessary information so the putting on the mask stuff we'll take very seriously and that is a serious demonstration of how to put on and use a medical mask but also because of you know the the, the context shapes the media, um, there will be a base level of fucking happening while you're learning. You're welcome. A spokesperson for X Hamster, a separate platform, also told Vice that there is an overwhelming surge in signups for users in regions severely affected by COVID-19. Oh, it, is that because they can't, they can't be fucking... That makes sense, okay. So, cause you can't really go out and like mingle with people. You can't go have one night stands and have sex with people because you you know, this touching will make the virus spread and people are afraid of that. What do you do? You bust it. But what's, what's top of mind right now? Well, the virus still. Okay, good, so porn about that then, still strange. Last month, the website offered free premium accounts to users in those areas. It added that the demand was so overwhelming that the website had difficulties approving new signups in time. Jesus. <clears throat> also, kind of, I, I, it just it feels so weird when someone would use a crisis like this, whether it's a national crisis, international crisis, whatever, any type of crisis as a form of like marketing and advertising for their business. Doesn't that seem dirty and weird and wrong? And weird and wrong? Just a big banner that says, can't fuck? Come to xhamster.com. C-U-M to xhamster.com. Vice reported that some videos turned up by the coronavirus search term also feature individuals claiming to be under quarantine who appeared to be using the opportunity to earn money from the platforms. It also stated that most videos are just capitalizing on the outbreak as they have the words COVID-19 in their titles, but do not actually appear to show any related content. That's your clickbait right there. That's my definition of clickbait. When something is not only misleading, but it's not even represented whatsoever. You know what I mean? What are we learning? People are using a pandemic as a way to advertise their platforms. Uh, People are making a quick fuck buck, making it virus related, shame on you. But to the other people, instructional and informational video. So that one gets by, you know, it's still because again, it has to acknowledge that it's on a porn platform, has to be a base level of fucking, but taking away useful information. So it's like, I can forgive that, you know, you know, because I'm not very judgmental. As we've learned in this episode. And a very, very, very brief trip we'll take right now to Slidell, Louisiana, where a driver was recently pulled over for having an expired license plate. The tag license plate expired in 1997. Quote, we can't make this stuff up, the department captioned in a photo of the expired plate. The driver reportedly told police, sorry, officer, I've been busy lately and totally forgot to renew my to renew my vehicle registration. I'll take care of it as soon as I get home. Oh, I, hey, officer, look, you know, the past 23 years, I'm going to be honest with you, been a bit of a doozy. They have, oh, man, these past 23 years really slipped through my fingers. You know, time, time again, over these past 23 years, time, it just got away from me, you know? I, I, hey... I promise you this, I've had it on my to-do list every single day for 20 years, I just keep moving it to the next day, you know how it is, you know, things come up, there's not enough hours in the day, you know, buy the bread, buy the milk, do the do the laundry, go to the washing, do the work, blah, 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 you know, you just run out of time, you bump it to the next day for 23 years, you know how it is, anyways, I guess I'll finally rectify my 23-year-old crime when I get home. Hey, pinky swear. Pinky swear promise. When I get home, I will finally, again, I've got it on my to-do list for today, as you can see, and I make a solemn swear to you now that I will not move. Well, I do have the game to watch when I get home this afternoon. And then I do have the lawn to... Look, you know what? First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to sort out this whole vehicle registration. Well, no, I've got that guy coming around to look at the trailer. Huh. Immediately after the trailer, I'm going to take care of the- Well, I do have... Just do it already! 23 years? <laughs> and that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Head over to One Weird Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up date with all the goings on. Go there, see what's going on, keep up with all of it. Uh, And again, very special thank you to the patrons Shane, Sam, our producer patron, Sam. Say it every week, but it means the absolute world to me to know that I've got your support and you're digging what I'm doing so much that you want to, you know, commit your bucks to it and uh, keep this thing going. And, you know, it's really, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's very hard to put into words to make something and have people. Not only tune in and, you know, listen to it or consume it and enjoy it, but it's another thing. It's just on a whole other level for someone to be like, and here's money for it. So, um, you know, I appreciate the hell out of you guys. And if you'd like to support the show, you're digging what I'm doing here, you want to support me, uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash persona, Check out the tiers, get your hands on extra content, updates, early releases of episodes by subscribing today. You know, don't forget that uh, if you are a patron subscriber, there's a special RSS feed. Throw it into whatever podcast platform you use. It'll create like a a separate version of the show, which you will get um, the early episodes in there as well as the episodes with the the bonus Patreon exclusive content. Um, I'm also thinking about doing uh, an extra episode a month, which is just for patrons, um, and I don't know if that's gonna be the exact same, like if it's just gonna be another episode of the show or if it'll be something different, but you know a whole bunch of stuff I'm working on um I'm also working on some artwork for some stuff, but um that'll be that'll go up on the social media and I'll talk more about it here when you know that stuff's happening. But you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at my pixel persona Thank you so much for listening. you know, share the show with a friend leave a five-star review uh wherever you listen to podcasts it really helps people find the show share the show with one friend this week a family member a colleague a co-worker a loved one say hey you know a partial ghosting is <laughs> check out this podcast um this has been episode 56 come back for episode 57 i love you i'll leave you but i'll see you next time peace